Where, where are you at? What's up, I'm Joe? I'm right here. Loud and clear. I'm way up, zoomed in here somehow. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to double check to make sure we're, we're good on on uh, on our Facebook because, you know, going live all the time is, you know, sometimes it's never fun, dude. You know what I mean? So, oh, it's always fun, I mean, Mike. It, it can be very stressful. Maybe maybe Keith knows that. So well, I was um, speaking say, of, yeah, go ahead. go ahead. No, it's always fun, man. You know, it's exciting, adrenaline rush and. You know, we always screw up somehow, but, uh, you know, <laughs> yet we get these awesome world-class PDR guests on our show. So we're, well, we're glad I, I know, to have uh, Yeah. I, I know Keith loves the friggin', he loves the uh, going live and he loves all the stress. He tells me he he dies for it, dude. So <laughs> speaking of that, dude, so listen, we got a good, we got a couple guests here. It's going to work. Keith Constantino, we're going to talk about the advanced skills seminar, right? We were talking about that, Joe, and you were even thinking about going. Actually, you really want to go and you're debating. You have a, you have a couple little dilemmas, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. And uh, speaking of events, I wish Keith would, I would have told me, but I'm going to get him on here, dude. But we're, our events are back to back. I have my event and he has his event. So, But they're two different events. So we'll talk about both of those. But mainly, I brought Keith on here because it's been a while. Um, so he's, he, I think he tried to do an event not too long, maybe two years ago. Um, just, he just felt it wasn't the right time. So I think obviously he's got some super powerful big guests coming and obviously including Bryce Kelly, another phenomenal, uh, PDR tech, as we all know, but somebody we really haven't heard of. So, um, with all due respect, let's bring Mr. Keith Cosentino in, dude, Mr. Keith. Hey boys. Doing, What's up? Keith? Doing awesome. Thank you for having Welcome. me on the show. I'm in a little red box, which is exciting. Live video, like you said, Mike. Uh, and you said, sometimes it never goes well. I would agree with you. <laughs> hey, you know, it, it is what it is, man. Like, that's that's how we roll, man, you know? Just, I think people those, appreciate those... the authenticity of it, dude. Like, you know, like the organic feel of it, right? Of course they do. But they don't appreciate that you are also the producer and making all the wires connected behind the screens. <laughs> That's what somebody else needs to do. It's no problem to get on here and talk about dance all day. That's easy. That's the easy part. To be in the talent, that's easy. Making it all happen, <laughs> that's the challenge. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. So we are, we're, we're, we're talking about your, your, your and Shane's advanced skills seminar here, right? And um, so what, I'm going to go right into it, man. So what, what gave you the, the the urge to to want to do this one is this because some you saw some guy that freaking phenomenal or what what's what's going on with that? Well, so a couple of things. The first couple of seminars we did were fantastic. Uh, Joe, I think you were at at least the first one, if not a, a more than one. Yes. And the energy was awesome. We everybody was learning stuff. It was great. Um, as as we got to our like third or fourth one, this this isn't that difficult or complicated of a business to run. You know, PDR is pretty simple. You might think it's not, but if you ever meet somebody who runs a real business, this is so simple. It's like playing with Play-Doh as far as businesses go. So there's, there's only so many different ways we can slice it. And there wasn't anything that really changed technology wise. Uh, so we just kind of stopped because we didn't, it wasn't that exciting to just rinse and repeat, you know, kind of the same information. So we just sat on it for a while. We even took a break from the show, but then like, you know, all of us have been in dense for a long time and the kind of the, um, the progress happens in waves and you'll have a wave like when 
things are coming out and, and new new technology is coming out and it's exciting and then you'll have a dip. And I feel like we were in a dip for the last couple of years and nothing really amazing has been happening. Uh, but in the last year or so, the pricing is getting big. Uh, it's a getting up there to the point that it's kind of changing the dynamic of what we do and the skills between the shrinky boxes and the tension pulls it's changing the way we do big dents. I know it is for me. I'm pretty sure it is for you guys too, but, but it's yep. in its infancy. Like we don't understand how to do it. And I'm like, I got to figure out how to do this. Bryce is killing it. Let me see if I, if I can learn from Bryce. And I thought if I want to learn from Bryce, everybody else must want to learn from Bryce too. So for this seminar, we didn't just ask Bryce to come present with us. We partnered with him. So he's putting it on together with us. It is his as much as it is ours. So he really is going to have uh, control to teach everything that he wants to teach and the way he wants to teach it. Uh, and then you talked about somebody else. Well, I'm going to give a credit to my our mutual buddy, Wade Hartley. Years ago on Facebook, somebody's talking about who's good, who's not, or who's the best, who's done amazing repairs. And he said this name, he's like, if this guy isn't in the conversation, you guys aren't even in the ballpark for who's the best. I'm like, I never heard of this name before. I couldn't even really pronounce it. It looks like it's spelled Guedes Arlson. Dude's from Brazil. So I looked him up and it's like the same response as when we first saw stuff from Kaz. Like that, is that real? Like he's fixed. (laughs) How is he fixed? Why does he fix it? How long does it take? What, how is it so perfect? Maybe it's fake. It's not fake. It's just like unbelievable. And, and this dude is a real person. Uh, In fact, the guy that's translating for us, because he speaks Portuguese, uh, he got the, he went to Brazil and met him, hung out with him for the day, half a day in a shop. So he's a real dude. He's nice, super humble, uh, but he is, I don't know how he does some of the stuff he does, Mike. It's amazing. So I thought I, Bryce wants to learn from him if that says anything. So I'm like, all right, now I'm excited again to like get it. My, my barometer for doing a seminar is, do I want to go to it? If I want to go to it, then I think it's worth doing. Cause I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get as much as anybody out of it by being there and being able to hang out with these guys when the show's over. So we, we got it. We started getting excited. We've got a commitment from his name is pronounced Gedges, I think, or Gwedges. We've got a commitment from him to come out. And then Bryce is stoked about that. So now we have the tension. We have these stand liner techniques that to be honest, I still don't know that much about, but Bryce is, is pretty good at shrinky box. I'm just learning it. I've saved three, four or five cars with it, but I got a lot to learn there. And Bryce is stabilizing ridiculous things, open holes and edges and stuff with it. And there's just like, there's a handful of things that completely changed repairs for me. And I think they change them for most people. Like we had stretch dents when they're done, they're done. I can't fix it. It's done smoked right now. We can save them. And we have tension. That's something that was so smashed up. You wouldn't even think about trying it now in 30 minutes of tension pulling it's to a dent where you're like, Oh, I can fix that now. No problem. And it's getting it there fast. So you're getting crushes to a fixable state faster and being able to fix them and you can fix stretch stuff. And now you're going to get body shop money for it with Paul's Paul's leading the charge on that. And I got excited about that. I've learned a lot from him and the people that he's brought into the circle. So like all these things together this year, to me, it's like, I'm excited about PDR again, because I was getting a little burned out, to be honest with you guys. Like, it's the same thing over and over again. And we're like hitting the ceiling around, you know, 12, 1500 bucks. Hard to get over that. Now, the ceiling is 10,000, you know, non-hail, 
and that's kind of hard to believe for people, but that's, that's the new paradigm. And uh, Joe, right before the show, you were talking about one of listening to one of the old shows and Shane and I were talking about that too. And how, you know, we did a whole podcast about probably more than one about how you can get $1,000 repairs. And it was like, dude, ain't nobody getting no thousand dollars for a dent. You guys are crazy. Right. So, we, you know, we brought on some expert who did it. I think it was Stephen Hamby, maybe. And I don't quote me on that one, but it's like, oh, times have changed a little bit. Like now all three of us are looking at stuff going, I'm not doing that for a thousand. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad. It needs to be two or three or four, which is kind right. of like, kind of sound like a prima donna for saying that for some things, but you just kind of find your niche and what you want to do. So that's a long monologue, but that's, that's what, that's why we're pumped on it. That's why we're doing it. Like there's, there's stuff, there's enough stuff that's different now that if you don't know it, you're going to get left behind. Yes. Dude, I, I keep, let me ask you this. So, um, do you think, I mean, do you think people are getting, we, me and Joe have this debate and you probably agree with this. I'm sure you probably will. When you can do these bigger dents, right? Do you feel like, I mean, obviously let me back this up about the big dents. Do you also feel that charging more for a repair helps you become better as well as a tech because the carrot's big. Do you, you, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you, when you have the price high being taught and understand the value of your service along with the skills that you learn, maybe you're going, these people will attend your seminar. Don't you feel that obviously that helps with the, with the repair as well, because it's now it's, there's a bigger carrot to, to go it's, after. It's everything because I, you know, I can't speak for Bryce or Gedges, but I can only speak for myself. Uh, as good as I am at big dents, they kind of suck. Like it, when you're in like hour nine or 10, like, I hate this thing. dude. <laughs> I'm tired of looking at it. And if you've sold yourself short, you will take the easy button all day. You're like, you know what, for what they're paying for this, how many guys, how many times have you heard that guys, right? You know what, for what I charged them for what they're paying, they should be super happy. And you know, it's way better than it was and all that kind of stuff. It's just reasons why you're tired of working on it. But if you have the price to the point that it makes sense, to stay in it and just keep working. A lot of guys will stay in just for the, for the, the, the art of it, but not that many. Most people will only yeah, stay. Not that many. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so when you price it high enough for you, whatever that number is, you feel happy to stay until the last little thing is done. And you, when you think you're done, you get up and you walk around it and you go, ah, you know what? I don't like that little tiny wiggle. And you still have plenty of money to, and time to go in there and make that little thing perfect. So when you walk away, you're like, dude, that thing is dope. I'm happy with it, you know? Right. And you, that only comes with, with getting the right kind of money. And then it helps when you see when people pay it and they're happy. It helps switch your mind around like, oh, this isn't crazy. People are happy to do this because they understand the value I'm providing. I, Joe, I think you do a really excellent job with that on your Instagram of, of like, uh, describing your customer to your customers, to your potential, your prospects. Like, Hey, if you, if you're happy with that, I'm not your guy, but if you want it to look like this, if you want the guy who's going to be out here, you know, with a, with a magnifying glass, tying stuff to your shrubs, like that, I'm your guy. And then hire me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Do you do, let me ask you this, Keith, is, is there during the skills seminar, I, I, if I'm saying, Hey, I'm on the fence, Keith, of signing up, 
and and people are at, at my level. I'd say most of them are at my level who are going to attend your 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 event. I mean, they're a good tech. They want to get really much better, right? They they care about their product. Um, along, you know, being that that type of person who cares about and marketing themselves. But Keith, what am I going to learn? What do you think I'm going to walk away from your course, your seminar, or yours, Bryce and and Shane's? What what do you think I'm going to take away from that? Yeah, that's a it's a great thing to point out that most guys who are coming are good. I'd go as far as to say, and Joe, I want your perspective because you were there in the audience. Most guys that are coming are better than good. They're better than average. They're most of them are great already. They're not just okay. In fact, I had a guy reach out to me and he said, is there going to be hands-on training? And I said, with all due respect, if you or the people you're thinking about bringing need hands-on training, they don't, this is not the place for them. They need actual training with a trainer. If you need someone holding their hands and showing them what to do, when you get to a certain level where you're doing amazing repairs, like Joe, what the stuff that you do, you don't need someone to hold your hands and show you a new technique. You just need to be shown and told and you're, 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 you're talented enough already that you can implement it. So the guys that are coming they're, I mean, I can't speak to anyone who's coming to this one because we haven't actually started taking registration, but if I'm using the history of the seminars, the people that come are already the top guys in their market. They're already the, you know, the Mike Toledo's of their town. And they're just the the way they got there is by always staying on top of their game, trying to get a little bit better all the time, trying to find the new tools and buy them quickly and learn how to use them quickly. The guys that are like, I don't know if I should go to this thing. I don't know if I'll get the value. I'm like, honestly, if that's how you feel, you probably shouldn't come because you're only going to get out of it what what you want to get out of it. If you, yeah. if you want to find problems with it, you'll, you'll find a million problems with it. But if you want to be in the same room as the best guys in the world that, that I've seen, I'm sure there's somebody who better, but I don't know who they are. So the two best guys in the world that I've seen are going to be in a building for four days and you get to hang out with them, see everything they do and ask them whatever questions you want to ask and implement that into your game. To me, that's invaluable. I want to be there, but you know, it's not, they're not going to get in your head. They're not going to make you do it when you get home. It's like, you know, when you buy a new diet or workout program, you feel awesome. And then uh, the next day comes around and you want a milkshake and you drink it. Like it's not the bias fault, dude. <laughs> it feels great to buy it, but you got to put in the work and do it, you know? So you have to be willing to change. And most of the people who come, they, they hundred percent get it. They put the stuff into work and they're, they're off to the races. Yeah. And, and th this question is for you, Joe, since you, we talked about breakfast this morning, you, I go, so what, what, what's your deal with, with this? And Tim Corden's calling. I mean, Timmy, let me, let me call Let me let you in in about 10 minutes. Okay. i sorry, dude. I'm going to call. I'm going to let you in in 10 minutes. Cause I don't have the screen to fit you in right here. So I will in a second. Um, okay. So we, I talked about you this morning um, and I said, Paul, I mean, Paul, I said, um, Joe, you're thinking about going, but I didn't really ask you what you thought you would get out of it. So why, why would you want to go? And this is just, well, and, I, and this is, this is a question I, I didn't ask yet. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I appreciate, uh, you know, you guys asking that and thanks for the kudos, Keith. Um, yeah, Mike and I were talking about it this morning and, uh, I mentioned that, you know, I did actually attend the first three advanced skills seminars and yeah. which were, were magical as far as I'm concerned, dude. Um, especially that first one, man, it, that was like fight club. You had a lot of fun, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it really was cool. But, you know, 
I mentioned advanced and I don't know if you guys, you know, forgive me, Keith, but I don't know if you guys titled it advanced skills seminar this time around. Um, but that's my take on it. And my reply to you, Mike, when we were talking about it over breakfast this morning, um, I was saying that, you know, if I can go there and, you know, I'm no slouch and I, I, I know my way around a dent and complex dents and I pride myself on it. And, um, I turn over a lot of stones and I have over the years and the PDR mm -hmm. college stone was a big one for me, you know, to turn over and just so much I found there. And, uh, my answer to you, Mike, was that, you know, if I can go there and, you know, glean some knowledge from these gentlemen and how they're doing things and, and especially this, this new, you know, uh, gentleman from Brazil, you know, I don't even know if I would ever fix those types of that type of damage in my career. You know, maybe I would, maybe I wouldn't, but if I can learn enough to increase my game by 5%, maybe even 10% and heck even more, but even at the minimum, you know, like just a little bit, that's substantial enough for me because yeah that I'm already at a certain point and if I can improve it more, that's, it's only going to make things easier and let's face it, funner for me, because along mm -hmm. with like what you said, Keith earlier about, you know, getting paid better, you know, what's happening is we're, we're able to really dig deep into these repairs now and it actually makes it fun. And my job is fun now, you know? Yeah. When you feel like you're getting paid what you're worth and that number is different for anybody, you don't need to like, put your self-worth on somebody else's dollars, whatever you think is, is amazing to you is, is amazing. But when you get that, you feel great. And it's like another sense of pride in doing what you do. And, and the time is out of it. You can spend as much time as you want. But you know, one of my buddies uh, brought up a good kind of a question about the seminar. He's like, he's like, forgive me for sounding negative, but I'm not interested in like fixing those giant smashes at all. That sounds terrible. Like, I don't, why would I fix those when I could fix regular dents, you know, even like comp, relatively complex dents that take three yes. hours versus these giant things. I'm like, dude, I totally get it. I don't really want to like fix 99 out of the hundred things that Gedge is fixed. But mm -hmm. if, if I can learn one or two techniques that he uses for those and put it into my regular repairs to get them out faster and cleaner, or if I, if I need to pull that thing out of my, that arrow out of my quiver and I need to fix that smash, I have those, those techniques, that skill set, super valuable to me. And every time you do a big one and you, and you, and you glass it out, you learn a little something and then you bring it over to the next dent that's smaller. And sometimes you don't even realize you blow through it so quickly. It doesn't that's seem right. like a big deal, but when you're staring at those 10 hour dents, something that takes an hour almost feels like it's cheating and, and don't, it is better money. The, the smaller dents, no two ways about it. So Mikey, you were at that um, live event with Steve at ultra that I made a cameo at a few months ago, whenever that was, he was doing a presentation and he, and he said something that kind of stuck with me. Cause I, I didn't agree with him. Then I did agree. And he said, uh, he was talking about trying to get big dents into body shops. He has a theory about it. And he's like uh, talking about dollars and hours. And he's like, you guys pointing at everyone there in attendance, you guys aren't getting 200 bucks an hour when you work. And I'm like, wait a second. Yes, I am. And then I'm like, well, when you average out your eight hour days over the month, not very guys, not very many guys are, are averaging 1600 bucks, you know, right on the money 
or more. They're just not. You know, and you have a big dent that's like 1500 bucks. You're like, that's a good dent. And it takes you nine hours. Well, that's not 200 bucks an hour, you know? So no. I'm like, oh man. So, yeah. but, but you can make, you know, 500 bucks an hour on a body lines, mat, a little body line shot that pays right. And you're yeah. done in an hour. Like those pay way better. It's hard to get 500 bucks an hour for a smash. Well, I think here, here's the deal. I feel like it takes sacrifice, just like anything else, Keith. I feel like it takes sacrifice if you want to get fast at these big dents, you got to do big dents to practice. No doubt. To, you, you know, my you, favorite you thing about fast that. because you decide to do onesie twosies and then you're like, True. oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get faster. It's just like that deep doorting that used to take us six hours to fix. So long. Now we can do it in 30 minutes or less, right? Glass it, right? Because we know we, we don't have to go through as many steps. You know, I guess I'll answer some of the questions for you. I feel like that's what people would learn, right? They're cutting down the steps, right? If they want to continue to do these big dents, do you want to continue to do these big smashes? Do they take a toll on your body? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. However, with the, with the glue pulling systems and, and the tension pulling, I think it makes life a lot easier because you don't have to do as physically as much pushing. But if you yeah. want to get good at these big dents and you want to cut down time, you're going to have to invest some of that time and why not the advanced skills? I think people, obviously Joe has gone to your seminars at least twice, I believe. Three he times. wants to think three, about three coming back, right? Three times? Three times, yeah. right? Yeah. So he knows that your, that your seminars are, are good for him, right? Look at Joe now. Look at like he's a monster, right? Totally. So yeah. <laughs> he got inspired about, you know, about past things like that. So I think it is. Do I want to continue to do big smashes? I talked Joe would talk with Joe. I said, no, I don't want to do big giant smashes consistently. I would like to know how to do them when I need to know how to do them, but mm -hmm. I don't want to volunteer to do outrageous smashes. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't learn anything at, at a seminar like that because I want to make I want to improve myself and become more efficient. You know what we lose track of too, Mike, is like what is a smash? Like but the, by getting better and better, the stuff that you do now in two or three hours would have been an eight-hour dent five or six years ago. You know, like no, yeah, you exactly. Kind of, you start. You, you, you start changing your frame of reference. To today, we were doing. Joe saw it this morning, right? Uh, we did a kind of like a. It's an oil can situation, right? It. I actually showed. I filmed some of it live on on my Facebook page. Dude, that thing would have hurt us all, dude, back in the day. We would have attacked it wrong. We would have freaking tried to tap mm -hmm. down first. We would have freaking, like, we would have oil canned it, like, completely. And now John freaking pretty much is done, like, within, like, five hours, dude, right? 1600 bucks. Nice. So, you know, it, it came out pretty dang good. He's got to do a little bit touch-up. But just like what you mentioned, you know, dense, if you want to get better, it always feels, I guess... I guess it feels intimidating. That's what it is when you look at it. And what is that saying to us, Keith? I guess it's saying fear, right? Because we don't understand it. So we say, what do we say? We don't want to do that. Or that's crap. That's why would you want to do that? So yeah. well, that's not worth, it's not worth doing. <laughs> I mean, can't do it. I'm afraid of it. Like, why would yeah, I do yeah. that, man? Like, why would, yeah. like, because you're trying to get better at this art, dude. It's not a process. This is an art. And it, you can know there's a, there's levels. Every time you think you reach the top, there's another peak to climb to. Well, so, here's, here's one of your seminar guys, right? Danny, right? You don't Danny? have to really do Danny's been Yep. With these new techniques from Bryce and Geddes, I think that's how you pronounce it, right? It, it, 
it's going to make you more efficient with the density we do now. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I just right. said kind of similar to, the, to that. So oh, yeah, you yeah. know, you get you get some seat time on those big dents. You know, enough times, and you can break it down to a science to where, like you guys said, it's not as as uh, you know aggravating and and time you know uh, straining. We can get it done quicker, right? Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes it was like, you didn't even know how you were going to do it. Now, you know, pretty much how you're going to do the whole thing before you start it. But there was times, you know, when we would just jump in, we're just going to push it all with a steel tool. That's how we're going to do it. <laughs> you know, there wasn't tension. There wasn't glue pulling. There wasn't all these edge jacks right. and everything. We're just making stuff up. I pulled the fender off a car the other day to a Jetta to edge jack the front of the door from the, from the, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of that glue right now. The, the panel bond that wasn't that would never have happened for me before i'm like well that front edge ain't coming out <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but should, should was we like, take a look can, can we take oh, a look at, at at some of this uh some of this work yes dude mind? these are nuts dude okay so let's let me pull this up here uh let's if i didn't go. know that these were real i would bet you a lot of them are fake all right so Here's here's a pretty good smash right here. I mean, this is look at this thing. Just that this one is, is a little. You want you want you want to go forward? So is, this is pretty freaking interesting. This is something similar I was looking to today at a parking lot. And I was like, how in the hell is he getting leverage right in this section right here? I mean, how is right. he doing that, dude? Um, he took the door off. So he, I'm assuming he's going to show like how. Probably, he, probably mute how, that video. Maybe it's loud. You want to mute that? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Do you, do you. Do you feel like he's, um, well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not, I, I kind of messed up my question. I'm going to ask him the same questions you want to know because the, uh, I'm not, it's not hard to understand how you get the stuff out in the field. Like, yeah, it's mangled and you get it flat. And then when it's floppy, you shrink it. I get that. <laughs> but doing that super duper clean work on the seams and the edges, like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I'm pretty freaking good at doing what I do. And I'm, trying a bunch of stuff but i'm not getting the same results out there at the edges of the panels right. a lot of times and like that 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 first shot that you shared there gives a little insight into the ingenuity that he and bryce seem to share like he had that door all propped open and he had tension through like a, a chain through one of the openings in the bottom of the door pulling that panel right. back out right let me let me uh bring let me bring uh Timmy in here real quick. Okay. So that one's not, one's like the, the baby food of the crazy repairs that he did. Really? There, here's Tim. How you What's doing, up, Tim? Tim? What's up guys? What's happening? Hey, Tim. Well, what Keith, are we looking at here? Keith, Keith has been up, showing Jeff? us kind of like uh, what the hell is going on with this, this, this stuff, man, this nasty stuff here. That he's, he's, he's got here. <laughs> Um, let me, let me move it forward. Oops. Sorry. I, I, I can't, I don't know why it won't mute, but yeah, it's pretty much glassed right there. See, wow. I think, 
I think most of the people, what they want to learn though, is, is stretch dance, right? Like how to keep it from oil canning and, and yada, yada. That would be my that's a big one. That's a lot of what he does. I, I have talked with him via text about that. Yeah. It's definitely a component. You got to know what's up. It's it, it's, and he does really, really big structural glue pulling. Like, like, this, like there's dude. no, dude, that makes that he's stretched. <laughs> the, well, I don't know. I don't actually think that's stretched to be honest with you. I think that's all displaced right. from the bottom, but um, there's a video that Shane put out. It's probably on Facebook. I think you guys have the link, but there's, there's a Audi. I think it's a Q seven quarter panel. That's completely smashed and creased. And he glasses the thing and it's, he shows a little bit of the process in the video. He's got these giant homemade glue tabs and he put it on like a frame rack and you would like, you look at it and you go to, no, dude, that's not, not how you start that. You're going to ruin yeah. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He, look at, look how deep that freaking thing is, dude. There's another one too, that he shows near the end. There's a roof. That's like a big triangular stretched nasty pit thing. And it gets, he shows the start of it. He just gets in there and just hammers it all up super fast and leaves this nasty crater looking thing. And then he brings it around and it's flat again. It's like magic. You know what the hardest part about some of those locations are uh, like that you were showing there is it's like the concaved area that really winds up kicking your butt. You know, it's not the body line. It's not the, the size of it. It's getting that shape just right. It's like when you, you're fixing dent up against the ridge of a roof. And when you realize that that corner has been pulled over and out of place and you got to beat that corner back in to tighten the metal up, it just, you know, it's knowing those little tips and tricks. That hood, right? He's stretching it from the front and the back. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Yeah, dude. Now, Keith, That's- I, I saw one of the videos that you sent and uh and he it looked like he was using like a wire tool through through the a hole a small hole oh, in the yeah. hood and almost looked like he was doing like a reverse blending thing with this tiny little wire tool is he doing a lot of that is that i don't like i don't know bro, to be honest with you he doesn't speak a lick of english he's all portuguese and i don't speak any portuguese so i've been google translating <laughs> back and forth uh, right. but he speaks oh. flat metal and we have a translator who who's a PDR guy. Yeah, look at that. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah. So he's it, got a, like a frame rack basically set up and getting tension back in it. But when you, it seems crazy. But then when you stop and think about it, you're like, this makes perfect sense. This is you have to get that shape back to get all the the tension off of the dent so that you can put it back where it goes. You can't force it up from the bottom of a dent. You have to get that structure out first. Yeah, dude. Right. Yeah, that's gonna be freaking gnarly, dude, to see that. So let, let me get Paulie in here. Yeah. So let's see where he's at here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Josh is stirring the the stirring the pot over here. He says, "Remember to tag Keith Cosentino in your seventy percent repairs." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that, dude. And then we'll start. All right, we gotta. You're gonna get me fired back up again, Joe. What's, All right, here's up, so Mike. Here's here's what's up, Paul. And I want to hear uh, Paul and Paul. Tim Tim's opinion on this too, because these homies are no slouches either when it comes to fixing <laughs> cars. So Joe and I were talking offline a bit when. Mike, you're always nice to everybody all the time. I know the real Mike 
who has very strong opinions about all things, but on whenever you have a camera on, you're always nice to everybody. And right. I love it about you. But when somebody posts something online in our community, when we're like, we're trying to be the best, we're trying to be amazing dent guys all together, make each other better. That's what it's all about. And somebody posts something that clearly isn't good. That was one of the craziest ones, by the way, that, that last one was like, I don't even know how or why you did it, but he did it. Um, when somebody posts a dent, that's not that good. People will just give them congratulations. Like, Oh, that's rad, man. Good job. That looks awesome. But I'm looking at it and go, this look like garbage. Why are people saying it looks awesome? Why are people who I respect and know and know if they were standing next to me with the cameras off, they'd agree with me. It looks like garbage. Why are they saying good job? And Joe's like, well, I'd like to be nice to people all the time. And I, I do too. I I'm pretty say nice. that in those words. That's basically that's the sentiment <laughs> okay, of what you're saying. Finish your but, point. I'll all, right, all right, here we go, dude. But then, it, but but the question is: Are you doing them a disservice by telling them they did a good job? Like when my kid comes to me and they said, "Look, I fixed it." Like, hey, I appreciate that you put in the effort, but this isn't fixed. This is not good. This, we have let me show you how to make it better because this is very bad. You can't. Do, I'm not going to tell you this is amazing because it's a lie. Right. So are you are you actually helping them by telling them, hey, good job. Now, I'm not saying like everything's going to be perfect. We all screw up dance all the time. All of us probably screwed one up this week or today. That's not the point. But like if somebody's on their journey to get better and they're like, ha, look, look what I did. And you can see it in a still photo. It's it's garbage. What, what's saying a good great. job? Is it is it a like or is it a comment? What What is that? I don't what know, do Joe. Consider? What is it? OK, so for those of you who don't know. Uh, if you uh, go back and listen to PDR College, listen to every episode, by the way, especially the Paul Corden interviews. All right. But uh, this Monday, uh, Keith and Shane put up a, a really compelling episode. And they were busting <laughs> I got all fired up. A certain, a certain 95 percentile dent guy who's pretty high level, you know, no slouch at PDR who thumbs up a, uh, a subpar PDR uh, post on, on social media. And little did I know, well, I knew he was, I knew you were talking about me, Keith. So I called you out on it. Hey man, let's talk about this on the show. Cause this is going to be a good 100%. debate and it's going to be polarizing for our listeners. So you guys can take uh, team Keith or team Joe, uh, whichever. <laughs> so somebody tagged me in a, in a, social media posts and I'm not going to elaborate on who it was or anything, but, but Hey, you know what? There was some texture in the, in the reflection and your words, Keith, very dramatically were that when a high level person gives a thumbs up on somebody's post who's subpar, it's poison to our industry. And I, I was a, Whoa, man, poison. First of all, Keith, I, I have to say, dude, that's, that's giving me way too much, too much power there. And it's giving the poster know. too much power in, in the whole, Maybe. in the whole scheme of things. Uh, and I think that the great Zig Ziglar would agree with me on this, uh, Keith. That's, he a, would that, tell you, that is a, that's a chess move right there. Calling a what a dead guy would think. Go listen to PR college. <laughs> so I think no, Zig would tell you, Keith, that that is pure stinking thinking. 
Okay. So uh, there's, all right, I don't want to cut you off, but there's a, there's a line because you don't, you can't get better without doing bad dance. We can all agree on that, right? You got to know, you got to screw up a bunch of stuff to figure out, oh man, I better not ever do that again. And oh, last time I tackled this this way, it turned out bad. So it's like getting better is, is screwing up tons of cars. Hopefully you do it at a dealer who doesn't pay you, but you're going to do it somewhere. So we're all on that journey. I'm still on it. I did one two days ago and I don't like how part of it turned out, right? So I'm, I 100% support everybody doing the best they can. And you've heard me on the show for years saying like, I don't care how good your dents are. If you made your customers happy and you were super clear about what you're going to do, you're killing it. So I'm not here to kick anybody down for like not glassing everything. That's I, after I had to show, I'm like, ah, I've come a little strong on that. But if we're going to put ourselves on podcasts, on video and, and try to show people that we're finding better ways to do things. And we're trying to like your Joe, you hold your repairs to a super duper high standard and you're not turning out any junk. And you, in my opinion, cause I know you offline a little bit, like you got to be that dude. That's who you are. So when someone's like, Hey, what do you think about this? You're like, Hey, good effort. You, but you got a lot of crown work to do still. You got another two hours to put in that thing, dude. Just the only thing stopping you from fixing it is you not wanting to stay on it. If, you know, if you're asking me what I think about it, you know, but then most guys, when they ask you what you think about it, and if you don't say, awesome, bro, then they say, well, I mean, you don't know this. It was a dealer. You didn't pay anything that I told the lady and she's super happy. And they just give you a bunch of excuses why you should just tell them good job. So I don't think you're wrong. You're just like saying, yeah. <laughs> awesome, bro. Cause you don't need to get in that conversation. I just really like, I really passionately want everybody who's serving retail customers to try and kick ass at what they do. And that right. just phoning it in like that. It sucks. Well, let me However, ask you this, Keith. Keith. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. Finish your thought, dude. I'm just going to say, if you followed me around with a camera, you would see work like that. So I'm not better than anybody. So that part of me feels like maybe I shouldn't open my mouth. Uh, and it's like, well, just because you're not posting it doesn't mean it's not happening. Uh, but like the stuff we put out there for customers to see, like they need to see like the best face of our industry. So I admit this was not a completely in, uh, internally investigated position. <laughs> <There's> some- <laughs> I think Keith just cross-examined himself. And uh, <laughs> basically he took both sides and none of us have to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> very diplomatic of you, Keith. Yes, yeah. very good, Keith. Yeah. Hey, you know what, uh, Keith, I see it from a different perspective. I, I both perspectives, Joe and yours, I do, because I, I, I was telling Joe, I was like, I don't think I've ever really put down anybody. Oh, there was one uh, and I think you and I have talked about this person on YouTube a couple times. That's a YouTube guy? You're nice to him yeah. too. Not one time I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> not. I wasn't. I was. I wasn't. You know. Anyways, I was pretty. I feel pretty like we upfront. could do a GoFundMe for that guy and like give him some training. I, I yeah. think that guy disappeared off the the planet. But listen, I, what my words were to you, Keith, was when you when you called me out on that, I was laughing. I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. But I said, look, in this particular case, Keith, it cost me nothing to be nice. You know, and me, you know, I, me thumbs up in the, the guy's post, you know, is it might cost something to his competitor who's better and lost that job to him. But whose fault is that if he got the job? 
right? What I'm saying is that we don't have any, you or I don't have any power over what other people are going to do. They're going to do it regardless. And let's face it, my belief is that the majority of consumers, at least in my market, will settle for less if, if the, you know, the price is right. Yeah, and there's I a huge segment of calling me later saying, look, I used the other guy and I, I, his work didn't look like what your work looks like in your videos. So I'm going to go with you on my next car. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It happens. It really does. Uh, I just feel like there's different tiers and what that guy is doing. If you know, and when I say that guy, I just mean generally across the board, sure. the many the many PDR technicians or anything automotive really, but in PDR's case, who are doing subpar work or or maybe it's just not up to our standards, right? And they're advertising it. Well, they're gonna get a certain kind of customer, you know? That's not my customer. And if they're getting my customers, and shame on me, I need to be putting my stuff out there and I need to be transparent and I need to let them know this is who I am. And, and that's taking action. I feel like it's a kind of a position of powerlessness when I hear guys, and, and this is with all due respect, Keith, when, when I hear guys complaining about competitors, and I know this because I've done it. I've done it so, so much. And I've obsessed about my comp competition and even like turned them into a monster that they weren't. Um, and I remember you saying something very powerful on one of your, your, one of your recent episodes, like last year. Um, and you said, you know, you said, buddy, you don't have a competition problem. You have a marketing problem. And that stung, dude, that hit me because it realized, I realized, yeah, man, that like my competition who's subpar and putting subpar work and showing the pictures of the subpar work. And I zoom in on it. I'm like, what the heck, man? You know, like, like, how can you do this? But, but I had to just, you, you have to lend a blind eye and focus on what you're doing. You know, that's right. I'm not you telling you, I'm saying generally control. across the board. Yeah. You can only control what you're controlling. That's Speaking it. of, and, and. Keith, here's we're going to get on the next segment pretty soon, but I want to make sure we get all the information. When is the event, and when are you going to have tickets going on sale? Um, tickets go on sale, I believe, April 9th. Uh, I'm still working out a couple of like a, a tiny little details, but April it's 9th? June. Yeah, it's June eight, nine, ten, and eleven, and it's in Matt Moore's. Uh, I always want to call it Easy Dent, but it's Easy Auto Spa Shop in Duluth, Georgia. It's just outside of Atlanta. So tickets are yeah. super easy to get to at uh, Hartsfield, Atlanta. Uh, cost is not yet determined. We're still working out those couple details that are taking care of our, you know, what it's going to cost us to put this thing on, how much we're going to, how much it's going to cost to get, uh, get us out here from Brazil and some things like that. So we'll have it all wrapped up and ready on April 9th. So right now we're just asking people to put them, their names on a waiting list so we can let them know as soon as it's open. Uh, but those are the days, all four days. We've never done a four-day one before, but we wanted to, with all this effort, getting uh, gadgets out from Brazil and giving Bryce more space to do all these, you know, these repairs can be time-consuming. So we didn't want anybody constrained by days. So we made it four days long this time. And we're yeah. going to do the, uh, Joe, you've been before. We kind of try to do some fun stuff. We go out to dinner together and we kind of uh, do some uh, extracurricular activities and hanging out together. We're going to have some sales guys there. Uh, one of my good best buddies is a multi-million dollar sales guy. He's going to come. He's, he lives in Atlanta. So he's going to come speak to us for an hour or two. And we're going to talk about uh, insurance estimating and all that movement that 
Paul and Tim have barely been pushing to try to get these dollars where they need to be. It's like, you know, it keeps going up skills and dollars and skills and dollars. And like, if you keep, if you stay on, on the grind, like good things are happening uh, and you're getting paid for this stuff. But I don't, if you're, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you don't know how to get paid, there's some, Joe, there's some guys that are so good that come out to these things that are not, they're making like no money. You're right. And they just need, those are the guys that's super exciting to hook up with a guy like Paul. Like, yep. Hey, let me just show you just click and you triple what you're making. Like the skills are already there. It's not even an issue. It's just like you said, you just need to get in your head. But for some people, that's the hard, that's the hardest part for some people. It's a mental game. It, yeah. It really is. Like, yeah. You're from chicken lips, Arkansas, and you don't think it's your time is worth 900 bucks an hour. And someone's got to convince you chicken that it lips. is. There's a, chicken there's a lot of talent out there, you know, and, yeah, and the movement dude. with the event that's coming up with those, those high caliber guys um, pushing the envelope even further. It's now it's a, a matter of us marketing the industry as a whole to get into the limelight, to get more opportunity. The only reason why guys aren't making more money right now is because they're not getting in front of customers. You know, and that's going to be awesome to be able to start to give these guys more advanced skills. And if they can start focusing on, you know, how to get more in the limelight, I think we will see a shift for PDR. You have to. It's a it's a it's so much of a superior repair, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter anyone's opinion. It's just it is way better. So you guys got something new that you're cooking up, right? What are you guys working on? So what the big, the big, you're, you guys are right on that. So the biggest issue that PDR has right now, my opinion, and I'd love for you guys to weigh in on it is um, we have an awareness issue, right? Um, for a while we were marketing for paintless dent repair, like our, our Google ads and all the stuff that we were advertising was for paintless dent repair PDR. And we got to a point where we were like, what are we doing? Right? Just like we use language, like diminished value. The reality is, is that's internal talk. Like you, the five of us in this group, this chat right now, we know what diminished value is. The guys in the collision repair industry know what diminished value is. But most customers, they hear that and they're like, what is diminished value, right? And really um, what we need to be saying is things that they connect and understand on kind of like on a sixth grade level, like where most uh, books sell well at, uh, they're understandable on a level most people can understand. We need to talk to them about their trade-in value. When you go to trade in your car, it's going to be worth less because you painted it and repaired the parts or replaced the parts. So similarly to that concept, we, we started toying around with going, hey, why are we advertising for paintless dent repair when the, the market of people that's actually shopping for those terms on the Internet or searching for them is very, very small in comparison to the greater collision industry? Right. Mm -hmm. When it, I had a customer that said it perfectly, his exact words were when I saw the dent, I thought it's going to be it's going to need a body shop and it's going to be expensive. Okay, so two things to take away from that. Our customers, I think the majority of our customers assume as soon as they have a dent, it's going to need a body shop and it's going to be expensive, right? That's all they know. It's really that simple. So if that's all they know, then all of us are wasting a whole lot of time and money trying to advertise for paintless dent repair searching customers because nobody knows what it is, mm -hmm. right? It's just the reality of it. So we have an awareness issue in general in the industry. And um, that is uh, just a good, good segue into why, you know, Tim and I have uh, decided that we wanted to launch a, uh, an offering to people with really high quality video production mixed with really high quality and expert PDR information. So uh, we joined up with a buddy of ours, Joel from Jumpstart Video. 
Uh, we actually first used Joel from Jumpstart on a video we created for our website. Um, it was a whiteboard video that was about how many, how long was that video, Tim? Do you remember? I think it was two minutes. It's like a two minute video and it costs us quite a bit of money. It costs us about, I think about 1500 bucks to have that one video made. Uh, it was an animation, whiteboard animation video, but we crafted, we wrote this copy. We crafted the script. We're the ones that wrote the language in it and wordsmithed it. You know, we, we did two or three or four iterations of that and came back to that that language and that copy and we wordsmithed every every single sentence in that video so that when it conveyed to the customer and Joel created the, the video and then did the voiceover, it really told a story, right? So expert PDR information mixed with expert video production. Now, to be honest with you, if we're up to me, I would have had Mike Toledo doing the videos. But Mike Toledo, in case you guys don't know, is a really, really busy guy. He's got a lot of irons in the fire and Mike Toledo doesn't have the capacity to create those videos. But since we had nope. a good experience with Joel, uh, we, we when we created that first video, we had a lot of um, feedback from a lot of guys in the industry that were like, hey, who made that video? Guys were asking if they could use it. Uh, but our logo was on the video, right? Our logo, our phone number, our information was on the video. So it didn't make sense for them to put it in their market for Bullseye PDR, or for Dent Time, or for Evo Dent Repair, right? Uh, so we went to Joel and we said, hey, man, can we have these customized for a couple of guys that are interested in them? And uh, we, we did. He customized about three or four of them. We sold them. But the problem is the price point wasn't it wasn't at a, a reasonable place where we could do that on a mass scale. Right. Joel didn't have the capacity to do the custom editing with logos and phone numbers and all that other stuff. And um, so we, we were like, oh, that doesn't really work. So we stopped offering it. Guys asked and we were like, no, we can't customize it. Well, uh, uh, about six months, maybe a year later, Joel said, hey, guys, you know, I know you had guys in the industry that were inter interested in your video. Um, and I'm doing a project now in the real estate market where we're doing a, a video club for real estate agents where we're creating high quality videos that are matched with expert information from the from the uh, real estate world. And then we're offering it to different real estate people uh, to use in their social channels and their website. And it's working really well. He was like, would you, do you think your industry would be interested in a video club? And, and Tim and I were like, listen, we know we need the videos for our business, right? We need constant quality information going out to our customers. That's what we know it's going to take in order to create awareness about PDR. So we said, hey, Joel, let's explore this option. Uh, we spent, you know, I don't know, about the better part of a month, maybe six weeks, really hashing it through, uh, writing some scripts, having him do some short videos. All of our videos are usually between, you know, about a 75 and 150 words. That's going to be about a 30 second to about a minute and a half video. We know that that the, the uh, statistics right now are that the average person is watching a video online for about 42 seconds, unless it's something like Mr. Beast puts out that's super interesting and they watch it for the whole hour, right? But the average person is watching something on the on the uh, internet for about 42 seconds. Um, Paul, so I listened to this podcast the other day. How much do you think Mr. Beast spends making each video? Oh, I, I have no idea, but I'm going to guess it's five to 10 mil. A, a one and a half million dollars minimum on each video. Wow. Woo. That's a lot that lower crazy, than I thought. Right? Yeah, still, I mean, it's probably crazy. not counting the ones that gives away $10 million or whatever he does, but one and a half million in production value, that's like almost as much as Mike spends. Yeah. Well, and, and the crazy <laughs> part is, is listen, we've, we've hired guys to do videos in the past. I mean, we've spent 
four grand a pop on videos to be done. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you guys caught it, but in we did a uh, body shop video that's floating out there. I think Billy Wachowiak posted it in one of his groups where we actually paid a guy who had a background in uh, full on broadcast television production. His parents were both producers for CNN. And this guy knows what he's doing. We've used him on a bunch of stuff and we spent quite a bit of money with him. And we basically had him go all over the country and interview a bunch of these body shops that are really doing like top notch, like hold the insurance company's feet to the fire and get every dollar. And uh, Billy posted that video and all these body shop guys are like, hey, can we use the video? Can we use the video? Mm -hmm. So the point the point of me saying that is that what we decided to do is we, we went, listen, Tim and I, what we know we're good at is creating copy and information to share with people that intrigues them, that causes them to, to make a decision. So we said, listen, we'll write the copy, Joel. Uh, we'll create the, the content. We'll put all of our, you know, 20, my, my 24 years of experience, Tim's 22 years of experience in the PDR industry, knowing what works. And we want to combine it with your video uh, creation um, uh, expertise. And let's combine the two and start offering these videos to the general public, to, to the PDR industry. So that you guys are having regular, you know, right now the package is one a week videos that are highly produced that can go out to your social channels. They are not customized, so they're not going to have your your logo and your uh, company information, but they're easily editable. You can do that. And quite frankly, if you're using them on your website and on your social channels, it's already being posted under your company's information anyway. So, yeah, you can put your logo on there and your phone number, but it's going to be posted under your company's name. And truthfully, even if you have another couple of guys in your market that are posting that out there, guess what? The general public is being educated about what PDR is, and that rising tide will lift all boats in your market, and everybody's going to do better for it. So that's kind of the uh, that was the uh, that was the idea behind what we're doing with PDR Video Club, so that guys like us who need regular quality content but can't but but but, but Mike Toledo doesn't have time to create a really awesome video for us. Mike Toledo is busy with a million other things. Now we have a way to have decent and I, I would say really good quality videos and excellent content being dripped to our email inboxes so we can throw them at our social channels and hopefully make a difference in our in our uh, market. So that's kind of I, it I, in a nutshell. Tim, Tim, I talk a lot. I'll let you add to it. <laughs> no, no, that was great. I was, you know, honestly, one of the big challenges, guys, was how do you do it at a price point that anybody can afford, right? Because we know we can spend a bunch of money and get a great video, right? But having the resources to do that's a totally different story. So it's like, how do we how do we put something together so that it's at a price that guys, you know, couldn't refuse? Like it was so stupid cheap. And if you go and you look at the quarterly or the yearly, yeah, it seems like it's pricey. But I mean, we're talking it's it's fifty dollars to like sixty two dollars a video, right? And we know that the biggest noisemakers online are typically the ones who get the lion's share of the market, right? Um, that's just the way it works, right? The way the algorithms work. You're putting more information out there, more people are engaging, right? And then uh, you're gonna get more followers. And that's just how every platform works. It doesn't matter what type of social media platform it is. Right now, if you're not spending a little ad money behind it, like ad dollars behind those videos, you're gonna keep broadcasting to the same audience. So even if it's five bucks a day, it's like, you know, spend a little money boosting it, you know, you can grow as your business grows and get more technical and targeting your market or whatever it is you want to do with it. Um, but honestly, I don't think you're going to find it anywhere, any, any anybody to produce videos for cheaper than that. It's just you're not going to find it. But you couldn't so, do that and customize every video. Right. It has to be so that they he, we can create one video and that video can be sold multiple times. Because like Paul said, 
the, our whiteboard animation video was like, I, I, he said 15. I don't know if it was 12 or 1600 or 1800. I don't remember. The two-time Emmy award-winning producer that put together the video that uh, Paul shared about, that Willie, Billy Wachowiak shared, um, that cost us four grand. Um, and then the video package that we just shot for our new commercials that you'll see on our website, that Fender getting hit by a shopping cart, that was $15,000 to have a series of those videos made. And we know most people don't have those resources. So this was a solution, but it only works if we get a ton of people behind it and using it and start pushing that messaging out because it helps grow the industry. It also helps give us the ability to continue to produce cost-effective videos. Yeah, I 15 think grand content... to shoot that. You Go must ahead, have Pete. hired the guys that recorded the first PDR college seminar for us. Very proud <laughs> well, of themselves. You, you recommended them. <laughs> hey guys i hate to do this for you I, I gotta jump i have a hard stop at 6 30 thank you for having me on the show mikey uh tim and paul Absolutely. good to see you guys it's been keith, a minute keith, good to see you man keith All thanks right. a lot dude we'll talk arguing soon, okay? with you keith oh we're definitely not arguing joe we're sharing I very intellectual points of view but i could I argue if you want to <laughs> no no i'm messing with you i i, I you know that want, a want retriever puppy will die though when i thumbs up a, a subpar repair so Yes, all the ice cream will melt. <laughs> Later, yeah. boys. All right, see you, dude. See ya. All so, right, Mike, I'm I'm just curious to know from you, Mike, as a guy who does video stuff, um, how how much how many hours do you think you put into, you know, every what, how many hours does it take to create, let's say, a, a thirty second or a one minute video? Well, are you talking for the repair or overall of the repair? Well, I'm just, I'm just overall, like, what are you spending on editing a video and how do you, you know, if you were to value your time, you know, what does it cost to make a video? I can tell you just some of the basic videos, not even close to Mike's level that I've done for myself. I mean, I could spend hours making a two minute video, right? Yeah. Editing I think it's, it's, and look, all that look, stuff. Look, I'd be on, it's just like PDR. I, be, I feel like I think the more you do it, the better you get at it, more efficient. However, yeah. most people yeah. aren't that way right now. Um, they're, they get stuck on just the idea. Uh, let's, let's totally put it in a nutshell. The copyright, I think is the most, one of the most hardest things to do, right? I had to come up mm -hmm. with the right verbiage, right? And hit the right keywords for, for the viewer, because you're the narrative, you're the director, you're the producer, you are the one that's controlling the, the whole outcome of that video, right? And if your message isn't correct, uh, then the video, what good, what good is the video? I think the message, what you guys put in the video is more important than what they're seeing, right? Because it's a message that's mm -hmm. going into their ears, right? So right. to put it, to, to answer your question, how long, how long does it take me to do a video? Uh, since I've been doing it, I'd say what, uh, 17 years and, and, and one minute worth, hmm. worth of experience. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> right. if you're trying to if your point is, is like, Hey, is your value of your time worth trying to create a, a good, compelling video? Or would you rather just pay 60 bucks? I'd rather pay 60 bucks, dude. So, or pay a subscription to have it done. Mm -hmm. Are yeah. you, are you guys, uh, I, I I was looking at the videos too, are, and I, I don't mean to put you guys on the spot, but are you guys, Tim, including you, is are you guys planning to do portrait videos as well for the social media platforms that will fit the TikTok and the Instagram? So, yeah, that is something that we've talked about. That's probably something that's upcoming. Um, we wanted to get it launched. Uh, we wanted the simplest, simplest form launched first, right? Um, and let's prove the model. Let's make sure that it's it's a model that people want. 
you know, as you probably know, Mike, there's a big difference between the people who say, oh, yeah, yeah, I want that. And then the people that will actually buy it. Yeah. Uh, so what we want to do is prove the model and make sure it is something that the industry wants. I can ask, you know, 1500 guys in my private group and they could all say, yeah, I want it. Uh, but at the end of the day, what matters is how many people are actually buying this product. And, um, you know, by buying the product, what you're doing is you're saying, yes, we want more of this. And yes, it's worth our time and our money. So um, the, the next iterations of the offering will get better and better. Uh, I will say we have heard some of the feedback from the industry uh, who have said, hey, listen, you know what I really need? I need help with not only the video production um, and quality content, but I need, uh, you know, I would love to have somebody who's actually posting it for me customizing it and getting it to my channels, which as you guys know, if you've ever used a digital marketing company to do that, it's a really expensive thing to pay somebody to do, right? Um, Mike, I know you do a lot of your own stuff and I think Joe, you do too, but we have actually outsourced that to people in the past. And uh, right now the company we're using for digital marketing, uh, just our social media package, which is creating content, mostly still stuff uh, for, uh, um, uh, each day and managing all that, including, you know, like um, uh, including the geotagging and all the all the metadata stuff that you have to do with posts. It's it's about a thousand dollars a month. And quite frankly, I actually think it's a pretty good deal for what they're doing, for all the work that they're doing that we not only know not don't know how to do, but we don't have the time to do because we're busy running a business. Right. I mean, I, I, I could tell you, I probably fielded 20, 25 phone calls today not not including text messages and emails which are just ongoing throughout the day i don't have time to create social media posts and i don't have time to manage them on my social channels and my website so um that's for me the value of a digital marketing company who's doing that so a lot of people have asked about that we are in talks with a couple of different companies about how we could bring something like that to the market for the pdr industry uh but at the moment we are in in the uh, development and uh, discovery phase of figuring out how we could do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I believe, and that's just to give you guys a heads up too, I am actually helping creating a social media calendar at the Mega Media event for people to help them at least get their thoughts in control and going, these are the type of videos I would like, or this is the type of post I would like, or type of blogs mm -hmm. and things like that. So. Um, quick plug there. I'll talk about that later on, but we're going to stay subject on yours here. And I didn't mean to like go too far forward because we didn't really talk about what this is about. And I think there's a question. What's up, Brandon? Um, Joshua says, if you buy now, now, do you get access to the videos that you have already released before you sign up? So I'm not sure. I don't quite get that. Do you understand that question? I'm not. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So what he's asking is if he, are these videos released uh, one, one, a, one a week per week and you miss whatever you didn't get at the beginning of the year? No, the oh. answer to the question is yes. When you buy in, you start uh, your drip campaign with video number one that everybody also gets in their drip campaign. And I, I'll say if any of you guys have seen that first video out, um, it's really compelling. As a matter of fact, Mike, I apologize because I, I meant to get you that. And I don't even know if there's a way for me to send that over to you um now for you to take a look at or even play about, can we play uh, any of these videos right here on this site yeah yeah they'll play yeah, oh yeah you know what scroll down to the bottom there should be a couple of samples and it'll give you an idea uh, uh see the one that says no repainting with the red x that's the yeah. first video and and for me i watch that over and over again i'm like man that video really tells a story so go ahead and hit play whenever you're ready 
Yeah, let me just uh, let me just move us over here so we can we're not yeah, move little Joe, Mike and Joe over. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe, you're in the way, man. <laughs> All right, let's All see right. here. Repainting your car for small and large dents is a thing of the past. Our shop doesn't require any of the invasive sanding, grinding, cutting, or bondo to make your ride look new again. Keep your factory finish. Get your car repaired in one day. Is, now, how long is that video total? I think it's like uh, 22 it's, seconds or something. Yeah, yeah, it's about a 22. It sounded it sound like there was more that he was about to say, so I didn't know if it was like a full well, minute. Oh, actually, overall, I don't know. No, I don't think it's much longer than that. Some of these, I think all these videos he has cutting off at 22 seconds, but mm. uh, the first batch that we've done here, most of the videos are right around the 30-second mark, give or take. Um, some of them will be a little bit longer. Uh, you know, coming down the pipe here, but we're trying to keep the messaging really simple and concise for to make it easy for customers to understand. Because remember, we're we're used to talking, and we all understand a lot of internal terms, right? Industry terms, but the customers don't. So we're really focused on breaking it down to make it very lay for the layman to understand that doesn't know anything about PDR. In fact, a lot of times we shy away from paintless dent repair because nobody knows what it is and they don't even know how to say it. It's dentless paint repair, that dentless thing, that paintless thing. They, they don't even know. So yeah. that's how can we make it simple so that they understand and it connects, you know, and that's our goal. So here's how it works, right? You subscribe to the PDR Video Club. You receive a new video in the inbox every week. Hmm. Upload each new video to social media. That means you, right, Th themselves. And enjoy more engagement and opportunities. So how, like subscription so this is ongoing every week you get you they get new videos every week until they mm -hmm. stop their subscription is that how it works or what correct. every week correct every week we uh tim and i have scripted uh we've scripted about half of a year worth of videos already and we're about to start rolling on the second half of the year uh we probably i would say on average we probably put um in just copyright i'd say we put probably two to four man hours in copyright time alone in other words we'll write a script we'll say here's the concept we want to cover uh we'll say here are the the images and the elements that we want to be as part of the video just general you know uh direction for uh joel that's joel right there in the picture uh to produce and then we'll go back to that copy the next day and maybe a couple of days later, and we'll rewrite and we'll tweak and we'll wordsmith until we feel like we've got it saying everything that we need it to say in the most condensed and concise way that's easy for the customer to digest. And then when Joel gets a hold of it and he adds a uh, live image or live video or uh, animation to it, um, it, it really makes the whole thing pop, right? And you know, Mike, you, you add all the bells and whistles, you got the music and you got the graphics and you, and, and you tell a story in a very short period of time that's compelling for the customer to go, why would I take my car to a body shop when I have the option of fixing it without repainting or replacing parts? I gotta look into this PDR thing and, and hopefully what they're doing is going, oh, hey, look at that. Dent Evo posted that video. Let me, let me just go to his website and see what I can do about getting him to take a look at my dents. Legit. So this is, so what is the cost of this, of this? Is this the real cost right here or? or what? That's it. This yep. is it. That's right it. Here. That's it okay, right so, there. Yep. So, so it breaks down to about 200 bucks a month. If you pay annually, if you pay quarterly, it's 285 a month. Mm -hmm. 
You know who right. you? I saw one of my students use your, use your. I think he subscribed to you. Actually, uh, it's uh, Philip uh, Martin, right? Uh, and, yep. and that is from Duluth Dent Repair. So, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's yeah. pumping his. He's showing his videos that you got that he's subscribing to you. Yeah, that's Phil, awesome. Phil gave us. We, we appreciate Phil gave it. us some good feedback. So. Yeah, I've been watching Phil, man. His. Uh, his, he, I mean, he already has good videos that he makes on his own, which are pretty powerful, but now he's got the power of, of, you know, these videos every week now. So, uh, that's pretty awesome. And knowing how difficult it can be to produce our own videos. I mean, that's a steal, man, you guys, that's, uh, and I, I've seen, I, I saw the whiteboard, uh, video that, you know, you guys mentioned earlier. Uh, that is powerful information, you know, and, and like you said, it's putting it on terms that the the consumer can understand, not in, you know, PDR terms or, or you know, diminished value, any of that. They understand it now, you know, and that's exactly yeah. what we need to be doing. Can, can I well, play this one or is there another one that we need want to play? You guys want to like show off or? or uh, I don't know. Like? Play, uh, play the Porsche video. I think the Porsche video is interesting. This one? Yeah, yeah, the blue, the blue one. I think it's yeah, a Taycan, yeah. Taycan, or whatever you, however you say it. Let's get our. Uh, you can play them all, way. man. It's it's a sample of all of them. So this Porsche was saved from being stripped and repainted. The car fixed in one business day. The best part about this repair was there was no painting required. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The damage to this car was simply massaged back to its original shape with a process called paintless dent repair, and it's been around for decades. Cool. So the, yeah, is an option for oh. those. Who what? No, you're good, man. I was just saying, yeah, you're basically getting a sample of the videos in these clips. So they are longer than that. They they finish the story, but you're not going to see them on this sampling. Yeah, I wouldn't give them the whole sample either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is this is sure. enticing here. Two, okay. One want to maintain the original paint finish on their vehicle. Two have dents or dings caused by hail damage, door dings, or minor collisions. Three, want a better solution compared to traditional auto body repairs. Four, want a fast and convenient So what's the average length of, of each of these videos? So they're gonna fall between, all of the videos are gonna fall between about 30 seconds and about a minute and a half, right? Okay. Uh, the yeah. longer ones, um, you know, obviously we have to we have to make them more uh, in interesting to keep people's attention that long. As you guys probably know, in the world of of reels and shorts, people's attention span is getting shorter and shorter. So we have to really tell a compelling message in a very short period of time. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that being said, we also need to. But we also here's the interesting part. We also need to keep a steady flow of content out there to keep the algorithms happy but also to keep our feeds our channels looking fresh and alive and you know um like like something's happening um i can tell you that before we engage the digital marketing company to take over our social media um i was just telling somebody this today uh i was probably posting on it myself i was creating the content posting on it myself and in the middle of the summer last year dude it, it was like i was lucky to get one post out maybe a week if i was lucky because I just, I mean, you're running ragged. You're doing, you know, hail cars and dents and dealing with customers and managing invoices and, and you know, uh, scheduling customers and all that stuff. I just didn't have time for it. 
And I know that if I'm dealing with that, I guarantee you there's a lot of other dent guys dealing with that as well. The same as, um, you know, uh, the same as having the time to write meaningful copy or content that will engage and, and inform people in a way that's compelling and persuading them to make a decision to look into another option besides just taking it to the buy shop and getting their car painted. Yeah. Well, it, Ethan, Ethan had a good, good question. He said, in addition, I'll let you guys read it here to the subscription based videos. Would you consider selling each video individually? So that's a great question. We have considered that and we haven't come to a decision on that. Um, we've also considered possibly doing extended or longer videos, which as you can imagine are more expensive to produce. Uh, so those are things that we are definitely open to, um, to discussing. And, uh, we're, we are really, since we're, we're fairly newly launched, we're looking to see what the market's response is to see is, is this really something that guys want? Is this guy something that guys need? We believe that it is, uh, actually we know that it is, that it is because we need it ourselves. Um, but as we see what the appetite of the market is and the need of the market, we're going to try to, uh, to offer things that really help people move the needle. It's the reason why. You know, we personally have spent as much money as we have on videos for our own business because, you know, as as you've heard before, if a picture uh, a picture is a, is worth a thousand words, then how many thousands of words is a video worth, right? Um, we say it all the time. Tim and I say it all the time. Like our frequently asked questions on our webpage, man, wouldn't it be great if we could have a video for every one of those? And wouldn't it be great if when a customer texts in some photos of a dent, we can respond to them in a video? really directly uh you know approaching their questions uh with a face-to-face -face kind of uh um uh you know a, a brush stroke so uh we think that 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 element will definitely continue to persuade and influence people to make decisions you know to look into pdr more than they do and i don't know about you guys but when i go in one of my body shops lots and i walk the back lot um i think that there's anywhere from 20 to maybe 30 percent of the work on the back of their lot that we genuinely have a shot at PDRing rather than having it go through their, you know, conventional process. And, you know, if you add that up, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about a pretty big lump of money that is potentially available to PDR to, to take part of. But the problem is those customers don't even have an idea, man. And they're just, they're driving right past our shop and they're going over to Caliber or to CarStar or to wherever to go get their car unnecessarily painted and parts replaced, you know? Well, and you know, Ethan's questions really, it's a great question. And, and anybody else out there, you know, if you guys have, uh, you know, questions or feedback, that's huge in helping us know what to provide to be able to help you guys with. Oh yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, for example, actually one of the best things I did and I didn't even think about, think much about it. I was like, when we were getting ready to launch our new website, I was, we had to go through it and find all the errors, the things that we didn't like. And I was like, man, I really don't feel like going through this thing. It's a lot of work, but you know, cause we don't script everything on the website. Um, and, uh, I posted it on my page and I said, all right, tell me everything. <laughs> PDR guys came out of the woodworks and we got a ton of feedback and it was actually awesome because, uh, what it did is it saved us the time of having to go through and dig every mistake and error misspelling out of there and everybody just, you know, dove in and, and critiqued it. And then we had our marketing team watch that and then going and fixing and addressing all those things, which, uh, which worked out to be a huge time saver. So it's the same thing. Any feedback we can get from, you know, you guys in the public, if it's buying videos individually, I'm sure we can make that happen. The reason why we did a minimum of a quarterly um, uh, enrollment 
was because I don't think you can expect to post one video and get a lot of traction for. Remember, if we're mm -hmm. talking about like organic growth in those systems, you're gonna have to put a little bit of ad dollars behind it, build up your audience, the people that are watching already, so that you can get that exponential effect when you know they like your post. Speaking That's of ad, ad, putting some ad, some money behind ads here. So I was telling Joe, I said, you know what? I'm getting pretty dang good traction on YouTube video uh, ads right now. Um, mm -hmm. It is, it's low cost for a 10 times more engagement. I mean, this is a perfect way to promote your video or shorts or whatever you want to do. But having the right content like you guys are having in the verbiage and the copyright, I think it's great. Um, is there, do you offer any transcripts for this video so that maybe they could write a post about it, a blog or anything like that, uh, with these videos or considering it? Well, I don't think we haven't talked about, uh, releasing any type of a transcript, but I have told plenty of other guys before I said, guys, if you like the simplest thing that you can do is just, you could copy what we do. Right. If you see stuff that you like, nothing stops you from taking it and saying that messaging yourself. Right. And, and shooting a video. Right. Uh, that's just we know, can't I stop. Weird. I it. wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel good about that. <laughs> so, well, that, I, listen, and, and I would never I would never copy anything word for word myself, but no, I would take no. that concept and shape it in a way that, you know, would come naturally to me. But right? through their uh, interpretation. Right. In the yeah, way they sure. would say. Right. But why do it yeah, when you guys so already I, have I, it? I, well, that's it. You got to make it so cheap, you know, that, that that's the goal. Right. So, but I have a question for you, Mike, um, because you, you, you know, you've posted several videos that have got, you know, viral, um, viral growth. Um, and so what did you think that the level of audience, how big of an audience did you have to build before you started to see some of those videos go viral? Because certainly there's a lot of guys out there creating good content. And they don't catch the same traction just because maybe they don't have as much exposure already. Did you see a, a point where you're like, okay, I had a thousand or two thousand or three thousand followers, and then when I started making posts, I was getting you know ten times the engagement? Um, that's a good question, dude. I I would say it's I don't, honestly I don't think it's because I've been on YouTube or Instagram a long time. I feel like I got better at delivering the message and then how to keep people engaged. I really I think that that was the way to go. Um, I think if for a viral video to be really good, you either got to be very good with your message in a silent way, or be a good with it in a visual and verbal way right so why do you think the you know the the tags are you know the what do you call it captions are so effective because they can they're they're watching visually and it's going in their head too as well they're able to read it so to answer your question tim i just think honestly i think if i would have like i think guys who are coming in to edit especially with use the use of cap cut too as well they could they could create really compelling videos but then again, you've got the time frame thing. You're, you've got to create the, the content of that. So to answer your question again, I don't think you have to be, uh, you had to be doing videos very long to do it. I just think you're between the message and, and how you edit the video is going to really matter. Now, on a side note, Joe, Joe do you use a, a striped light or board? Yes, I do. Oh, you guys both do. I'm like, I, you know, we, we use regular fades. 
And I'm like, yeah. oh, I could never work with the line board, but I'm like, man, they look awesome in videos. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Every Actually, time I see I, one of your videos, I'm like, oh, it's just so interesting I, watching I, that line squiggle and move. <laughs> I, I was just asking myself a question that too. I was like, you know, I think the consumer sees a line board that it looks more to them because there's no head trash between a. Oh, it's more interesting. You, yeah, you you as a fog tech, right? You you guys are like, hey, what yeah. the hell, dude? I can't look at that, dude. <laughs> right? I can't fix a dent with that. But a, but if a consumer who doesn't know the difference between a fog and the lines, they grasp the understanding of a line moving and and things like that better than they do like an edge of a fog. So I think it's easier for them to like Paul's uh, vocabulary says digest right what you're doing. So I think that it's might almost have like it. it's almost like that line board kind of brands the video too right because they're like oh i've seen that thing before right as opposed yeah. to if you're using a fog it's just like okay i could see a dent but those lines are just memorable right and every time i watch one and then you guys start adding in the tapping noises and stuff and i'm like all right that's interesting you know i like that it makes the death look worse too i, I have to say <laughs> i i feel like you know when i look at the fog reflection versus the lines it the dents just pop out a lot more on the lines i feel like danny well, says he's a minimum that you have to subscribe great. to if you keep encouraging them, they're going to keep using those line boards <laughs> those dental boards. Boards. Hey, is there Listen, a minimum i don't, I don't care how they to? fix the dent that's no, right and the customers well. don't either tim right the customers no, no, don't, they either. don't care they, they just they want it done and, and they need you know what to be I, I, what i've been looking at doing videos is that people specifically I, anybody what you think sometimes, I think you really have to, sometimes we get indulged with our own message that we feel like this is great. And then you, you put it out there and people are focusing on something totally opposite of what you're trying to portray, what you're doing. So it's, it's like somebody's focusing on the hole, the tool I'm putting in the, you know, the hole where I'm putting the tool in and all they're doing is focusing on that. And they're not, and they're asking all these questions or making comments or they, all these things go through their head. And so, as a video person, I think you you really got to make sure that they're focused. You're the director. Make sure you're focusing right on that, dude. So yeah, today I got someone. They thought I went. I opened in the first second, Tim. I opened up the plug on a door today. Just released it a few few minutes ago before we got pulled it off. I mean, we're talking open. The doors open. And I just went like and I put my tool in, and you see this big huge hole right as I'm working right. And the hole's getting kind of a little bit jacked a little bit. <laughs> I'll be quite honest with you. But it's the, it's, the, it's the plug that goes for the door, the door handle, right? And pe there's two, three people say, man, why did you do it? What are you going to do with that big hole that you made? And so that was, I'm saying, that's the focus point where everyone's looking at, dude. So be yeah. careful when you do your messages. So, mm -hmm. well, Poor Mike, you know, you, you take... Uh... You take one for the team, man. And you, you get so many views on your on your videos that you get a lot of riffraff that are just out there to nitpick. And so he gets nailed to the cross, you guys. I mean, I'm sure you've seen. Man. But, Mike, but, sorry, Joe. Go ahead, finish. No, no. I, I, I was going to actually go back to Ethan's uh, question. You know, the real power of of this whole thing, I I, I feel like is in the consistency of the posts and the, the volume, the sheer volume that you guys are offering at that dollar amount, I think is, is, is priceless because mm -hmm. in a year's time, I mean, think about, you know, how much exposure you get by having those videos every week, posting, posting, posting. And that's, I think part of how Mike, correct me if I'm wrong here, 
how a lot of your stuff goes viral because you're just so uh, just relentless about how much you post, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess so, Joe. But I mean, I feel like what you be, even you, Joe, you're getting good at the messaging. You're getting you're beyond the messaging. But I, yes, I think it has to, something to do with it. It has a little bit of everything, right? Um, do you really want the Mike Toledo attention? I don't think so. I don't think as much as you guys really feel like it works. Do I make a lot of money? No. Do I? But does it? All I care about, does it work for me here in this industry? Absolutely, dude. Like, absolutely. All right. I make my money by people yeah. coming to me and saying, I saw your YouTube video and, um, you know, I, I want to, I want you to fix my car. So that's what, that's what comes in that works. Well, and to your point, Joe, um, about Ethan's comment, it actually segues into Danny's question too, which is, is there a minimum to have to subscribe yeah. to? So um, part of the reason that we have only offered an annual and a quarterly subscription is because we want people to understand that you're not just buying a product, right? You're not just buying a video that's already been made that's specific to PDR and promoting paintless dent repair over a conventional repair. You're buying a strategy, right? The strategy is by the end of the year that you've subscribed to this thing, you have 52 high quality videos with high quality content and copy that's now in your library to be used in any way that you want to, right? They are yours. You can take them and edit them and add logos and phone numbers and do all that stuff that you want, or you can take them and just keep promoting them in your, in your, in your channels and put some ad dollars behind them or whatever. And, um, I don't know about you, but I, I don't think I've ever posted 52 videos to my YouTube page in a single year ever. It sounds really, when I think about it, I'm like, why have I never done that? Because, that's that we're talking about one a week. Could I do some sort of a video one a week and get it up on my YouTube? I probably could, but I've never done it. So, sometimes I think because it's not agree to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it is, so think about it. I, I, I need people to help uh, to understand that it's not, you're not just buying a product, but you're buying into uh, uh, implementing a strategy into your own business. Right. Um, and I've had guys ask me, well, what if, what if one of my competitors buys the package too? And now me and the guy next to me is posting the same video. Well, to be honest with you, I would love it if all the guys in my market posted quality videos about PDR with quality information. And part of the reason that Tim and I agreed to do it was because we were like, listen, we know the traction that we get with our, our, um, messaging. And we know the traction we've gotten with some of our videos and how the interest on the industry side has been to use the videos that we make. And so if somebody's going to tell the story about the quality and the value of PDR, I don't mind being the guy to try to put that information together and try to pitch to the public why PDR is is light years better than a conventional repair and to just stop painting their car, right? What What's the URL? Uh, you can go to pdrvideoclub.com. pdrvideoclub.com. Yeah. pdrvideoclub.com. If I can shoot, I freaking took it here. Here we go. Let me pull it up again. There you go. All right. Sorry, guys. Yeah. There's the URL right up here, guys. Actually, let me, it's right there. Right there. Yep. So that's it. PDRvideoclub.com. Um, gentlemen, was there anything else that you guys, oh, before you guys go, like Paul, you wear a lot of hats, dude. You're like me, dude. Joe wears a lot of hats, dude. Have you heard of this? You heard of this company right here? Let me let me let me go let me go solo here real quick, dude. 
You ever had one of these hats, dude? I've seen them. I like them. I've never bought one. Dude, I'm telling you, it's the last hat you're going to buy, bro. It's you like them? super durable. Is that, is that, a, is that got, a seven panel? They, oh, they got, got other styles. They got other styles. Let me tell you something, you guys. These freaking things are freaking... They last, man. Like I got, I would have a white one, not this one, but I have a pure white one. It got mm. dirty. All I did was take it and freaking wipe it down on the underneath the sink, and you can't even see the water go inside of there. It, it's like weird. Yeah. It's like it just it beads off and it stays at shape. My friend told me, like one of excuse me, my tech, who Tim, you know, he gets he's Mister uh, Mister Wild Guy out there. Um, he says he's had his hat for two years. There's not even a sweat mark. He says he works out in it. He goes to the beach in it. He's, he, he boards with it. And so I'm cool. just telling you guys, if you guys are looking for a great hat, it's called Melon, M-E-L-I-N. Dude, go check it out, man. I'm, I'm, not, oh, I'm not lying. This is all I'm going to be wearing now, dude. So well, That's good to know because we've, we've gone through a few different hats. Um, and it's hard to find one that you know looks good. You think it'd be simple until you start looking for them. And you're like, yeah, I think that one looks pretty good. And you, you order them and put them on. And you're like, ah, it just doesn't doesn't look as good on now as I thought it did when we ordered them. Well, it keeps it <laughs> for some reason. Too, you I don't, and you can bend these yeah. if you wanted to, if you wanted to keep it like you know, have a little bit of a bend to it. Um, I'm super happy with them, guys, and and I think you guys will be uh, delighted with them. So if you if you want to awesome. spend yeah, the money, we appreciate they're not the cheap, recommendation. They're like seventy bucks, dude. But. Oh, so but how many hats yeah, do you wow. spend on a year? I mean, if you're a hat person, you're, you're, your hat's done in three months, dude, right? Mm -hmm. you, I'll tell, I'll tell you, one of our teammates, it's worth it. For one, one of the guys that works with us here at our home shop, man, his hat is always so filthy. And we're like, Mark, you're going to have to throw that thing away and get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so it is perfect for him. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they make jackets yeah. too? Because he could use one of them. Also, <laughs> are you guys going to be at that event, the advanced skill seminar event? Paul, are you speaking uh, or anything? No, you know, I was I was supposed to, and I had to decline the opportunity because I had uh, stuff already previously scheduled that that those dates, and Keith and Chain could uh, move it. Uh, so unfortunately, I will miss this one, but hope to catch everybody on the next one. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to miss it, guys. But uh, I was okay. going to be there. Wish I, wish I could be there. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be able to make it either. I have. Uh, I have some other stuff going on that I have well, to tend to. Well, maybe you guys can make the earlier out. one. Maybe we can make the early one the week before and freaking come on out, dude. Uh, actually, I, I got to say one more time. I'll probably say in the beginning of this video on the other one uh, on the podcast. But, hey, Mega Media Event is coming June 1st and 2nd, okay, at my shop in San Diego area in Escondido. Paul's been there once before. The first, You've been at the first one, dude. I remember mm -hmm. you coming That's over to right. the first one, opening up the, the first one. Um, it was a good time. June 3rd is going to be the tech meetup. So Anson's van is going to be there. Stanliner is going to be there. If you want to learn how to manage your social media, you want to learn how to edit videos like me and why I get viral videos. I think it has a lot to do with the story, the message, all that, mm -hmm. and how I edit. I mean, CapCut for me has been a true turnaround for me, and I think it's going to be for you as well. There are a lot more things I'm going to be talking about and really helping you streamline your business. Doing big dents is great too as well, but you also got to know how to market. And I think getting your message across with video and social media and planning your stuff and blogging, knowing how to do all that stuff is important. So you're going to be learning a ton of that in real workshops, not me just explaining, 
You're going to get your phones out, your computers out, and we're going to do a walk walkthrough. So don't miss it. June 1st, the 2nd, themegamediaevent.com. Go check it out. Sign up. We can sign up now, and you can do two payment plans, too, if you like. So thank you, awesome. gentlemen, for, for coming on. And go check out pdrvideoclub.com for your subscriptions, for your PDR, and that is how you're going to market yourself, too. Well, Mike, before you sign off real quick, the uh, you know just so guys know we've seen this over and over and over again you can be a great tech right and you can have the greatest product in the world but if nobody knows it exists it doesn't matter right so again with with the mega media event that, that he's going to put on it's like guys you can be awesome but if nobody ever calls you to get in the door you never get the opportunity to display your skills you never get to we fix just, a big smash we were just talking about right that, so yeah. yeah so just just a little plug there for you guys that are on the fence on whether you're going to go or not Man, I'd say you know, if you're not paying for college classes, this is college classes for PDR, right? This is how you do it. It's an investment, you know, in your future. I don't in, know in anything story. else. I don't know anything else that you can actually put something, go to something and be able to use it right then and there dude, and, and help you change and better yourself, right? I mean, may see some changes. Here's the thing too, though. You guys know this, dude. If anything, if you want something to work, you have to consistently do it, dude right you you know you don't get good at doing big dents because you want to do one once in a while you got to do them a lot if you want to do yep. marketing you want to get good at video you've got to do video and you got to market and so same thing happens so i think we got a, just a couple more questions here i asked because i create my own content i have a long way to go however i wouldn't mind to have paul and tim's quality content to complement my own not needing, not needing to have every video, but choice picks. I feel like if I subscribe, I may re really rely on heavily on it and not build my own editing and video skills. Yeah, that's a good point. But I, I mean, I think it, honestly, I think it gives, Ethan, I think it gives you, a, um, if you guys don't mind me asking, answering this, or you guys can yeah, add to it. Uh, Ethan, I think it gives you a good training base about what you, what your message is about. I think... Um, there's a lot that you could benefit for having a good video because I think the clients will help you, you showing the clients, giving them that, that message is going to help sustain your message as well. Um, so I don't think it's going to hurt you one bit, man. So if you are on the fence of that and they have what you have a quarterly subscriptions, right. And then you have the mm -hmm. yearly, right. So, yep. Correct. Yeah. And I, I would add to that, yeah, Mike, well, I think you're right on, um, Ethan, I think you should definitely be making your own videos. I don't think that you should just depend on one video a week. We're trying to make at least one video a week easy for you, right? We're doing it for you, um, but definitely add in your own content. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, consistency matters um, and, and put things into your own words. Hey, listen, if you get really good at writing your own copy, you don't need us anymore. But I can tell you this as a business owner and operator, I just honestly, I don't have time to create content, you know, so I wish that years ago, somebody had something like this, um, that I could just go, you know what, I'm going to buy them and I'm going to put them to work for me and let them do their thing. And when I get to the point where I have more time to create more individual content, I will do that. Uh, and I'm the same way, right? Like I'm still going to, I'm still going to supplement the posts that I have the digital marketing company doing. I do that regularly. Uh, and, but now the burden's not on me to keep consistent content out on the channels. You know, yeah. So, and right. just to piggyback on that too, you know, uh, we've talked about this. There's nothing that stops you guys from taking one of these videos and doing your own, you know, voice.
voiceover over top of it or putting your face in the corner and talking about it and then letting the video roll. There's different combinations that you could do with it if you want to put in that effort. But the goal is to be able to take it so that you can just plug it in without any extra effort. So but, you know, I would encourage guys to do that. Honestly, I would just put my face in the corner and talk a little bit about repairs and messaging and and why people need to pay attention. That's great, man. Good. Good conversations here, guys. Paul, good seeing you, man. Tim, always good seeing hey, you, man. I, guys, you know, I, we appreciate I, I you having like us on. I like your brother better, dude, because him and I, get, like, we get along better. Dude. You kind of like, you're too busy for me now, Paul. You don't answer my phone calls. You don't answer my text messages. So, you know, I'm hanging well, out with Tim now, dude. So, man. Sorry, sorry I'm busy trying to grow a business, Mike. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't have time for you, Mike. Shoot. Hey, real quick, real quick, Joe, you – I know you last time we spoke, you had some pretty big wins, you know, with some of your repairs. Anything else popping off lately? You know what, man? It took a little bit of a a dive in March, I'm being honest. By dive, I mean, I just didn't have any $4,000 repairs, but I had a couple (laughs) $2,000 repairs and I'll take it, you know, and and I want to do like what you guys say, you know, make it a repeatable process. And it's, I'll be honest with you guys, it, it makes it fun. I'm enjoying my job more than I ever have. And it's, it's partly because of you guys, you know, and what I'm learning from, from all this, like this show, this episode here today is to me, like you guys are talking and I'm thinking these are, you guys are giving us all like the puzzle pieces to put this, the framework together, you know, I mean, between PDR college, advanced skills seminar, Mike, the mega media event, and then you guys, you know, with this, this video club, I, I think, man, I, I wish I was just starting out right now, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, for these sure. Tools are just amazing. Are you guys seeing I, I, any snow damage from that crazy snow? A little bit. Yeah. I yeah. I okay. Seen. He lives okay, more close awesome, to the mountains I, than I do. Okay. Okay. Cause I know Todd, you know, over there in, in uh, Redlands, you know, they got multiple like four and five or $6,000 jobs from that snow. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I did get one come down and uh, and it started out as just a eight to 12 inch dent on the front fender and it was State Farm. And I thought, oh, this is going to be good because, you know, I know that my price is probably going to be at or around conventional or maybe a little less. Um, but he had paint damage all over the car because a tree also fell on the on the hood and and it just, you know, it made sense to paint it, you know, so. Yeah. Bummer. Before I let yeah. you, before I let you guys go, um, again, Paul, you probably already already hear this, but I think people who who want to get better, they need to surround themselves with people who who can make them better, right? Or listen to people who make them better. Paul, you know, you and I, we've shared lots of thoughts on that, and dead, and, and a lot of MTEs before I even know you had a pretty much a twin brother. I didn't know that. Um, and. Tim, thank you very much for all your talks and your conversations because you helped me become better. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'm not on a high horse here. I don't like to be on a high horse. I feel like I can get better with like-minded individuals. My best advice for you guys watching is be attend some of these courses, attend some of these, these, um, these seminars, purchase some of these videos here because it's only going to make you better, right? If you're either going to be one of those guys that's like, ah, and then you regret not doing that. And then you see people passing you because they're the ones that are doing this, right? And so my, be- my, th- my advice is you guys get with people. Don't have to be a big circle. 
but get with people who think like-minded who want to get better and grow together, right? Get in like a mastermind, mm -hmm. get a good friend, a partner to help you market yourself, have accountability with yourself. And I think these fellas right here that are in front of you that were on earlier, like Keith, we all, we all want to get better. And I think you guys do too. So I appreciate you guys having, uh, being on Paul and Tim. Thank you very much. Yeah. You listeners out yeah. there. I appreciate you guys checking this out. Yeah. So Th thank, thank you guys. You. And I just want to mirror that sentiment, man. I mean, get, being able to talk with you guys and talk through some of these ideas, you know, and, and, you know, Joe thinks, thing, thinks of things in it from a different angle that we do or you do Mike. And so it's always good to have that, you know, that old adage, iron sharp, sharpens iron. Right. So yeah. thank you guys yeah. for having us. Absolutely. You guys thank are welcome. You. Well, thank you guys, everybody. Take care. 